In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom, and I'm glad to be with you today. I need to tell you something. Uh, I don't often ask for money because we pay our bills and we have the money, but we are in deficit this month. So I ask you, if these broadcasts are a blessing to you, that you send us something. Again, I do not ask for money often. If you listen to me, you know that's true. But we are in need right now, and so I, I just place the need before the Lord Jesus and let him do what he wants to do through you. And so I'm looking at Acts 4. While Peter and John were speaking to the people, what do you think they're talking about? We're going to have a cake sale. No, that's not what they were talking about. They're talking about Jesus. They were speaking to the people about the Lord Jesus Christ. We would do much better if we would speak in the name of Jesus to people and that we would tell people about Jesus. It's so important to tell people about Jesus. Many people have never heard the gospel. They use Jesus' name in vain, and that's forgivable. But the point of the matter is, many people have not heard that Jesus died for them, that he was buried and rose again on the third day. That's our job to do, to tell people about Jesus. So while Peter and John were speaking to the people, the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came to him, much annoyed, because they were teaching the people and proclaiming that in Jesus there is the resurrection of the dead. Well, the Sadducees don't believe in the resurrection of the dead. They're sad, you see. The Pharisees believe in the resurrection of the dead that we who believe would put on new bodies and that the Lord would take us from the grave and fashion us with a heavenly body. That's what they were talking about. So they arrested them and put them in custody. Until the next day, it was already evening, but many of those who heard the word, believed, and they numbered about 5,000. The word is preached. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing the word of God. We need preachers to preach. Today we celebrate the feast of Catherine of Siena. She was a third order Dominican, and she became a doctor of the church. She went to see the Pope, because there were three popes at this time, and she told the real one 
to get back to Rome. Oh, yes, she loved Jesus. Catherine of Siena loved Jesus. And she said when she went to confession, I'm going under the blood. Because without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. That's what the Bible teaches. The next day, their rulers and elders and scribes assembled in Jerusalem with Annas, the high priest, Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and all who were high priestly family. When they had made the prisoners stand in the midst, they inquired, by what power or by what name did you do this? What is this? The man was crippled. Silver and gold we have none. But what we do have, we say, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. So they want to know, by what power, what name did you do this in? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers of the people and elders, if we are questioned today because of a good deed done to someone who was sick, that was crippled by the beautiful gate, and I asked how this man has been healed, let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that this man is standing before you in good health by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. This man is standing before you in good health by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I prayed with somebody the other day for hearing. I prayed three or four times, and hearing didn't come. But you know what? Maybe next time hearing will come. I can't get discouraged over these things because I'm not the healer anyway. It's only Jesus. Why wasn't she healed? I have no idea. I have no idea. We don't want to tell people you have a lack of faith. That hurts people. Faith to come to be prayed with. You never tell people you weren't healed because you had a lack of faith. That's mean. That's unchristian. That's miserable. Putting people under condemnation. By the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, God raised from the dead. This Jesus is the stone that was rejected by the builders, by the Jews. It has become the keystone. We write cornerstone, but the real translation is keystone. What is a keystone? You have to envision an ark, a building with an ark. The keystone is the one in the middle that holds everything together. Jesus holds everything together by his grace. You know, things are happening in the world today that are crazy. I want to tell you, God is still controlled. He still controls what's happening. He controls it. He doesn't like it, but it's not happening without his being aware of it. So we need to pray for the people 
We need to pray for the people that are in war. It's important. There is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Salvation comes through Jesus Christ. There is no other name under heaven by which we are saved. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You see, Jesus is the one we need to be preaching because faith comes by hearing. And if you're walking with Jesus, you're going to see things happen. You're going to see things happen. We have a man that came three weeks ago that was very critical of what was happening. But he kept on coming, and he had a twinkle in his eye this week, and God is touching him. Not yet given over to Jesus, but something's happening. Why? Because Christ is proclaimed. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and realized that they were uneducated and ordinary men, they might have been uneducated, and they were ordinary men until the Holy Spirit came upon them. No longer are they ordinary. Oh, no. Now they speak with power. Now they tell the people. They have 5,000 converts that have been made. No longer are they ordinary men, because now they have the Holy Spirit. I'm an ordinary person that God chose. You couldn't find anyone more ordinary than me. But I'm going to tell you, when the Spirit of God is upon me, I am not ordinary. I am not ordinary. And same with you. When the Spirit of God is upon you, you're not ordinary. You are super in Jesus' name. And our pro proclamation must be Jesus Christ and Him crucified and raised from the dead. Oh yes, they are uneducated, Peter and John. They did not go to the yeshiva seminary for Jewish people. They were amazed and recognized them as companions of Jesus. Are you a companion of Jesus? I am. What does companion mean? To eat bread with. Oh yes, at the Eucharist. We eat his body and drink his blood. Oh yes, so important. I am a companion of Jesus. Are you? Have you surrendered? How do I surrender? You just do it. Lord, I got nothing to give you, so I'll give you my nothingness. Use me as you want to use me. Amen. They saw the men who had been cured, the men who had been cured standing beside them, and they had nothing to say in opposition. So they ordered them to leave the council while they discussed the matter. He had been at the beautiful gate looking for money for years and years and years. And now he's jumping. Now he's walking. Now he's leaping. Now he's running. They had to come to the conclusion 
that something happened to this man. And Peter told him, it's by the name of Jesus of Nazareth. And while they discussed the matter with one another, they said, what will we do with them? For it is obvious to all who live in Jerusalem that a notable sign has taken place through them. Yes, everyone saw this man when they went into the beautiful gate. It was his place where he begged for money. Now the whole of Israel knows that this man was crippled, and now he's been healed by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. A lady called me yesterday and said, I called you because you're a healing priest. I'm not a healing priest. I'm a proclaimer of the Lord Jesus Christ, and Jesus heals, not Father Tom. Jesus is the healer, not Father Tom. Father Tom does the best he can, but he's not the healer. It's God that does the healing, and that's very important to know. It is obvious to all who live in Jerusalem that a notable sign has been done through them. We cannot deny it. They can't deny the fact that the man that was crippled is now walking and jumping and leaping. But to keep it from spreading further among the people, let us warn them to speak no more to anyone in his name. In other words, you're not going to speak in the name of Jesus anymore. But they're filled with the Holy Spirit. They're not going to listen to this. They're filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit glorifies Jesus. That's real. The Holy Spirit glorifies Jesus. So they call them and order them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered them, whether it is right in God's sight to listen to you rather than to God, you must be our judge. For we cannot keep from speaking about what we have seen and heard. We're going to continue to speak in the name of Jesus. We're going to continue to tell people that prophetically he died on the cross and took our sins away. Prophetically, that by his wounds we are healed. Prophetically, do you know that the Jewish synagogues do not let the people read Isaiah 53? I think I said that yesterday. It was all about a crucifixion. It's all about Jesus. And they they are forbidden to speak in the name of Jesus, and they are forbidden to read Isaiah 53. Let's continue. After threatening them again, they let them go, finding no way to punish them, because the people for all were praising God for what was happening and what happened. They were praising God that the man was walking and jumping and leaping and praising God. They were praising God. They knew something happened. The Sadducees and the high priestly family 
knew something happened, but they would not admit it was in the name of Jesus. They said to the disciples, you cannot preach anymore in the name of Jesus. They said, listen, we're not going to listen to you. Finding no way to punish them because of the people, for all of them praised God for what had happened. For the man on whom this sign of healing had been performed was more than 40 years old. That's old for the people in the days of Jesus. More than 40 years old. It would probably be in the late 60s in our times. He was more than 40 years old. After they were released, verse 23, after they were released, they went to their friends and reported what the chief priests and the elders had said to them, Do not preach or teach in the name of this man, Jesus, again. When they heard it, they raised their voices together to God and said, Sovereign Lord, who made the heavens and the earth, the sea and everything in them, it is you who said by the Holy Spirit, through our ancestor David, your servant, why did the Gentiles rage and the peoples imagine vain things? The kings of the earth took their stand and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Messiah. For in this city, in fact, both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the peoples of Israel gathered together against the Holy Servant, the Lord Jesus, whom you anointed to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined him to take place. And now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants to speak your word with all boldness. They've been persecuted, and they're not saying, oh, we've been persecuted. No, Lord, pour out your spirit in such a way that we'd be more bold in preaching Jesus. More bold. While you stretch out your hands to heal and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. As I said yesterday, signs and wonders should be taking place in every church. We have the Blessed Sacrament. It is Jesus Christ. One thing we don't have in many places, people don't preach Jesus in many places. There are other people who do. Preaching Jesus brings people to salvation. When they were prayed with the place in which they gathered together was shaken and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the Word of God with boldness. The place where they were in was shook. The Holy Spirit came and did another Pentecost. The power of God. This is power. The power of God. They spoke the word 
of God with boldness. Now the whole group of those who believed were of one heart, one soul, and no one claimed private ownership of any possessions, but everything they owned was held in common. With great power, the apostles gave the testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. There was not a needy person among them, for as many as sold lands or houses, they brought them and the proceeds of what was sold. They laid it at the apostles' feet and it was distributed to each one according to their need. You see, it's all about Jesus. The Holy Spirit is all about Jesus. People that are healed say, Thank you, Father Tom. No, don't thank me. I didn't do anything. Thank Jesus. Thank Jesus. He's the healer. That's what's happened to you. We had a woman with a rotary cuff. She was completely healed. She thanked Jesus. This is wonderful. All these things that happen in the name of Jesus. They laid their possessions at the apostles' feet and distributed each as anyone had a need. There was a Levite, a native of Cyprus, Joseph, to whom the apostles gave the name Barnabas. What does Barnabas mean? Son of encouragement. Are you a Barnabas? Do you encourage people? When your pastor gives a good sermon, do you go up to him and say, that was wonderful? When the priests in your parish give a good homily, do you go up to them and say, you did a wonderful job? I remember being in the seminary, and the priest spoke about baptism and what it all meant. And I had never heard of it before, the way he'd, he spoke about it. I went up to him afterwards, and I said, that was the best talk I've ever heard on justification and baptism. I wasn't fooling. I was truly honest. He didn't like me. So I pray for him. He's doing the best he can. There was a Levite, a native of Cyprus, Joseph, to whom they called Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. He sold a field and gave that belonged to him, then brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. Again, I want to tell you, we have a deficit this month, and we need to hear from you so that we would pay our bills. As you know, I do not ask very often, but I'm asking now. This is heard in St. Louis. This is heard in Arizona. 
this is heard in Chicopee. As a matter of fact, the people of Chicopee, the station is sold. So you're going to have to use the Internet to hear it at 11.30, in season and out of season. We are very sad that they sold the station. But you know what? People will find a way. You can go to inseason.net and find a way to listen, to listen, to listen. Regina Chaley, Regina Chaley. Leitare, leitare, alleluia. Regina Chaley, Regina Chaley. Leitare, leitare, alleluia. Quiaquem meruisti, meruisti portare, alleluia, alleluia. Resurrexit, sit cum dixit, resurrexit, sit cum dixit, alleluia, alleluia. Ora, ora, pro nobis Deum. Ora, ora, pro nobis Deum. Regina Celi, Regina Celi. Leitare, leitare, alleluia. Queen of heaven, your son Jesus has risen from the dead, even as he said, pray for us to God. We are in need. Oh, yes, I pray with the Blessed Virgin Mary every night before I go to sleep. I pray three Hail Marys that she would just cover me with her love. Of course, I'm Christ-centered, but I love Mary. She led me to Jesus in 1968. She led me to Jesus. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.